Sunday, November 20th is Transgender Day of Remembrance. Although first held in Massachusetts, Transgender Day of Remembrance, or TDOR, is now an international event. Closer to home, a TDOR event will take place this Sunday, November 20th, from 3 to 5 p.m. at Unity in the Gold Spiritual Center in Grass Valley. I spoke with two Nevada County residents and members of the local trans community about Grass Valley's own upcoming Transgender Day of Remembrance. Callum Hancock is an adult prevention coordinator at Community Beyond Violence. I'm originally from uh, the Midwest, Missouri. I've been in California about seven years now. I love advocating for those who feel unseen, unheard. And how'd you end up in Nevada City? (laughs) So I used to, during the whole COVID lockdown, I was going stir crazy in my townhouse I was living in. I just got in the car and I drove around and I ended up down here and I was like, this is what was in the Christmas card. (laughs) And it reminded me of the little town that I grew up in. And I was like, I could live here. I seriously could live here. Reverend Rafe Ellis, senior minister at Sierra Center for Spiritual Living in Grass Valley, also joined us. My calling on life is ministry with, you know, spiritually motivated social justice. I love what Horatio Willis Dresser said in the History of New Thought back in 1901 that we now see that all true justice must be social and that our healing is going to come through understanding that we have to relate to one another at an equal playing field, um, respectfully and equally. And that's what I'm dedicating my life to. Can you talk about the history behind Transgender Day of Remembrance? It actually started in 1999, And there was a young lady, her name was Gwendolyn. I'm sorry, I'm I'm blanking on her last name. But she lost a transgender woman who was a really good friend of hers by the name of Rita Hester. And Rita was killed that year before. So Gwendolyn decided to start doing a remembrance service. And that was the beginning of TDOR. It's heartbreaking because right now we're at 362. And that's not counting the ones that we don't know about, you know, or the ones that the police don't list as a hate crime or the ones that you maybe family members don't want you to know about just because we don't conform into somebody else's belief that this amount of violence and racism, because when you look at TDOR, so many of them are people of color. We've got to learn to step outside our box. You don't have to like it. You know, you don't even have to completely wrap your head around it, but at least try to understand it. And historically, part of what drove Transgender Day of Remembrance was really a movement to hold law enforcement accountable to fully investigate the deaths of transgender people that were really a lot of cold cases that no one was giving any attention to to investigate. It was also born out of a movement to hold the media accountable to stop misrepresenting transgender people by using their what what is called in the community as their dead name and misgendering them in all the reporting. And so all of the outreach didn't seem to make a dent. And so it was like, okay, we'll take it upon ourselves to create this. Visibility is so important 
in changing social structures. You, you cannot change anything from invisibility. And the transgender community, especially the female to male side of the transgender community, lends itself to abject invisibility. No one will look at me and know that I am a transgender man. Nobody. So, you know, we create avenues to create visibility, to create viability, to create change. What does Transgender Day of Remembrance mean to you? Well, I want to remember everyone that we lost, but I also want to celebrate their lives. Let's talk about what the journey is for somebody that's transitioning. I started mine the end of 2019, and then 2020 happened. And for anyone taking that journey, that was a lonely time and a very difficult time. So, you know, it's it's bringing that awareness of it's not an easy journey. It's hard and it can be extremely lonely. And this is why you have a lot of suicides. So you're hoping in this service that not only can we celebrate and honor many of them who were so active in their, their communities and they were, they were bringing that awareness and that education and fighting for transgender rights. But also these are the same people who were struggling financially because they can't find a place of employment. They might have a hard time finding a place to live, you know, so you want to bring this education and awareness to the service. But most of all, you want to celebrate the life that they, they lived. And the program involves different speakers, it involves musicians, it involves some spoken word um, readings. And for me as a transgender man and as one of the speakers, my hope is that in celebrating the courage to live mm. authentically is that we can begin to draw some parallels to how many of us that will be sitting in that room have yet to dare to step into our true authenticity because of everything we're afraid of that pales in comparison to being hunted down and murdered for being your authentic self. And to understand that the cost is way different for most of us, and yet we shy away from living our authenticity. So can we imagine the courage and the depth of character that it took for each of these people knowing full well what the potential cost was yes. of their life. That's what this day is about for me. What's it like being trans and living in Nevada County? You know, it's been a mixed bag because Nevada County is a pretty representative microcosm of the macrocosm of U.S. society right now. It's very, my experience, it's very polarized, very polarized. And I am committed to being radically inclusive. My life is about inclusion, which means I'm going to include both ends of the spectrum and everybody in between. That doesn't mean they want to be included by me. <laughs> and I recognize that. And because of the way I look, I actually get to have lots of interesting conversations. Because when you look at me, you're going to see a 62-year-old white guy with a beard, with a southern accent. And most people are going to think I think like they do in the conservative realm. 
And so oftentimes I just give them space to share. And if nothing else, at the very end of it, I get to leave them with just so you have a different awareness. A transgender man married to a black woman just gave you an hour of his time lovingly listening to you. Because at least I'm planting the seed. They can't unhear that. Can you let us know a bit about what to expect at the Grass Valley Transgender Day of Remembrance? It's November 20th, 3 p.m. at Unity and Gold Country Spiritual Center. Pastor Jerry is an amazing, and he has this Irish accent that is really awesome. Um, he's just a an amazing person. And when Rick Partridge, who is the head of the board of for Nevada County Pride, reached out to Pastor Jerry and asked what he liked to do it, he was like, it was this instant, yes. And it's a beautiful church, beautiful church. And come in with an open heart and it, take in that awareness and education. And let's celebrate these lives that we've lost to violence and, and hatred and honor Everything that they were doing in their community, everything, all that negative energy, just leave it home and come with a grace and some understanding and willingness to learn. Just bring your heart. Yeah. Maybe maybe we'll put a trash can outside the door with a sign that says, please deposit all negativity here. <laughs> you can pick it up on the way out if you want it back. Because <laughs> you, can, you can come in and learn. But I think the thing is, is when you take that information, just take some deep breaths and try to process what you've just experienced and allow your your heart and your spirit to just embrace and go with that. And you might walk out with something that is a seed and has time to grow. And we have a fabulous keynote speaker that Reverend Rafe knows, Ebony Ava Harper. The stuff that I've seen her do, I'm just in awe. And and that's the teaser to get you to come experience her. And, you know, the, the biggest thing that I would say, whether you come to the Transgender Day of Remembrance or not, if you're listening, to look around to look at nature, to look at other people, and to just begin to at least consider opening to the possibility that you really are at some level, even if it's just the level of quantum physics, that we really are just one thing happening here, individualized. That's how deeply we're connected to one another. When you live in a box and you have your way of thinking, your belief system, and you expect things to reflect you, it leaves no room for everything outside that box that you're missing. And I would think that's heartbreaking because you miss out on what makes this our community and this world so beautiful. How boring would it be if we all reflected <laughs> what is in that box? I mean, there's no room for growth. And what do you learn? I really appreciate both of your time. Thank you for coming. Thank, Thank you, you so for much. having us. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you.